1: It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news with the latest from travel and cruises around the world. Here's your host, Chili Falls.
2: Hey, good morning and welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on what has turned out to be just a totally nutty morning for me. Uh, But anyway, this is uh, Wednesday, of course, July the 19th, 2023 coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia. It was a little rainy this morning. But it's supposed to get up in the 90s again today, so uh, I feel certain that there's some uh, pool time in my future. We got a whole bunch of stories this morning. The uh, the lead story is a Carnival increasing use of facial biometric software. Coast is adding Starlink. Of course, we got a weather update. Churchill becomes the first cruise ship, uh, or welcomes the first cruise ship in over a decade. Two ferry accidents in the Philippines. Disney cancels a popular port call. The Carnival Jubilee is ready for its float out and new midnight snacks. And lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning. All right, guys, today, uh, it's a double header. Today is National Daiquiri Day. I can deal with that. I don't mind a daiquiri on occasions. It's not my normal bourbon, but I'll have, you know, a strawberry daiquiri or a regular daiquiri. I, you know, I can deal with that, especially frozen dockeries in the summertime. It's also National Hot Dog Day. So uh, I guess uh, what that tells you, folks, is you need to fix a daiquiri and have a hot dog. If you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. Uh, We do this silliness uh, every day, five days a week, and then on the weekends if something major happens, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Or wherever you get your podcasts from, just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the Fat Travel Guy. Uh, Anytime that you're listening to the podcast and want to hop over to uh, check out uh, pictures or clips or interviews from that day's show, there's always a link in the description of the podcast so you can do just that. All right, we're going to have some big news here at uh, 1 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, Pete and I will be doing the uh, weekly solo cruise uh, show, where we'll be uh, telling folks about some really good solo cruise deals. But part of the show today, in addition to, you know, having some new cruises to talk about, uh, is that we, the the December 2nd uh, hosted solo cruise. Uh, A lot of people didn't get to book it because we sold out of balcony cabins. I mean, they went like hotcakes. And because of the fact that the price on our solo uh, balcony cabins was so much cheaper than the websites, Norwegian's website's balcony cabins, that caused all kinds of problems in Norwegian. So when we sold out of what we'd been allotted, the um, we didn't know if we could get any more cabins or not. We asked for them. Well, yesterday afternoon they came through. So we've got uh, some more cabins for the December 2nd cruise. Matter of fact, we got 20 balconies and I don't know, five or six more insides at almost the same price. There's uh, like a $10 difference in the uh, uh, taxes and fees for the drinks package. Uh, So, I mean, it's like within 10 bucks of what we had before. So, yeah, next to nothing. Uh, So, anyway, we're going to talk about that at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Pete and I will be there. Uh, And that's really some good news because I know there are several people that wanted to go on that and missed out on. Some of you that follow me on Facebook probably saw my post of, I don't know, about a half hour ago. But this is a pretty exciting uh, day for me, uh, personally. Uh, One of my TikTok videos hit 1 million views. I've never had anything close to that before. One of my YouTube videos hit 128,000 views. I've not had anything like that before either and sometime today or tomorrow i'm going to surpass 200,000 followers on twitter and probably by this evening i will hit 4,000 subscribers on this youtube channel um i'm now up to uh, it's like 395 subscribers in the last 28 days that number just keeps rising up and that's awesome and i so appreciate Uh, each and every one of you. So there may be some new folks here. Feel free to join in the chat room with all the folks that are in there chatting already. They pay no attention to me and sit there and talk amongst themselves while I'm running my mouth. And that's okay. Uh, With all this uh, celebrating that I'm going to be doing, I've got to double my order at the liquor store. Of course, i also got to get liquor store stuff ready for when Jason and the kids come which will be i think it's tuesday tuesday or wednesday not sure which all right if you haven't done so already please hit that thumbs up and also if you have not subscribed please consider do, doing so it doesn't cost anything helps the channel out tremendously hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when I go live or when I post a new video. All right. Today's top story, guys, has to deal with a carnival. We're going to start the show and end the show today with carnival. During the busy summer travel season, Carnival Cruise Line is expanding its use of Facial biometric technology to speed up the debarkation process for its guests. This partnership with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection has already benefited some 3 million Carnival guests. Nine out of Carnival's 14 home ports uh, use the biometric software, including Miami, Port Canaveral, Tampa, Jacksonville, New York. Baltimore, Mobile, Galveston, and Long Beach. Uh, Now you can utilize this secure and streamlined technology. The deployment of facial biometrics in the cruise industry is uh, the largest and and has resulted in an average of 30% reduction in time taken for the debarkation process at the ports that use it. Process itself is simple. When guests leave the ship at the end of a closed loop cruise, they stop at a kiosk, a kiosk, a kiosk come uh, equipped with a camera and have their photo taken within sections seconds come on, Tom. Or that's brain, one or the other. Within seconds, the facial biometric system compares the image. To the guest passport or visa photo, uh, achieving an accuracy rate of over 98 percent to verify their identity. Diane Sabatino, Deputy Executive Assistant Commissioner of the Office of Field Operations of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, expressed enthusiasm for expanding the use of facial biometrics to enhance the passenger experience through the public-private partnerships with the cruise industry, collaboration with Carnival Cruise Line aims to transform cruise operations by leveraging technology and improved processes, while also strengthening data sharing agreements to enhance security at U.S. seaports. For U.S. travelers and certain foreign nationals who prefer not to use facial biometrics, they can request a manual document check from a CBP officer adhering to existing admissions requirements into the U.S. Good for Carnival. Uh, The the ships that I've been on that use uh, facial uh, biometric software have been awesome. So, and that's just awesome. So, all right. Don't forget, you got uh, a few days left to save on some money from Will Power Chairs and Scoot Around. We are in the Disability Pride Month sale where you get 9% off. That's valid through July 31st. All you have to do is use the promo code REC2023. You get 9% off. It doesn't matter what you're interested in. Mobility scooters, power wheelchairs, regular wheelchairs, walkers, anything in the mobility uh, challenged area. You save on all these products site-wide until the 31st. Just use that promo code, REC2023. You can shop online or you can call one, eight, four, four, six, six, four, seven, four, six, seven. can also plug in the SRN 11137, and Chile's Cruises gets a little uh, credit for that. All right. Costa Cruises has introduced advanced Wi-Fi connectivity on its flagship the Costa Toscana, through SpaceX Starlink, the leading low-Earth-orbit satellite technology provider. The new Wi-Fi service is already operational and offers an exceptional Internet experience for guests as they explore the captivating destinations of the Western Mediterranean during one-week cruises. Following this successful implementation on Costa Toscana, The innovative Starlink broadband service will be gradually extended to all other ships in the Costa Fleet, beginning with Costa Smeralda, the sister ship to Costa Toscana. The plan is to have all ships in the Costa Fleet equipped with Starlink by December of this year. With Starlink, guests will benefit from the fast internet connections and global coverage ensuring they can stay connected even in remote areas and enjoy seamless web surfing while on board. The service also enhances the real-time sharing of experiences without hassles. Moreover, Starlink will optimize communication between ships and shore offices, leading to more efficient cruise operations. Crew members will also enjoy improved private internet access allowing them to stay better connected with their loved ones back home and access social media platforms with greater reliability and speed. On Costa Toscana, the soon and soon on other Costa ships, guests will have the option to purchase different packages such as Pay Per Minute, WhatsApp, Social and Full, each of which includes Internet Connectivity with Starlink. So, Costa is the newest in the Starlink family. All right. I'll be back with a look at the weather after a quick break from one of our network sponsors.
0: My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man.
1: And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.
2: All right, I guess we've got about three more months of this left, folks, where we're going to be looking at weather all the time. We've talked about Dawn here for a couple days. It's doing exactly what they projected. It's moving slowly southward now, expecting to turn westward over the central Atlantic at uh, 9 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time, the center of Tropical Storm Dawn Dawn was located uh, 740 miles west-southwest of the Azores, Dawn is moving toward the south about five miles an hour. The storm should turn southwestward soon, turn westward tonight or tomorrow morning, and then northwestward on Friday with an increase in forward speed. Maximum sustained winds are about 40 miles an hour with higher gusts, followed by uh, some increase in intensity uh, coming up. Tropical storm force wind extend out to sixty miles from the center. Currently, the pressure is still has remained steady uh, overnight at one thousand and six. All right. Tropical storm Calvin is beginning to pass south of the Big Island. Impacts in Hawaii County are imminent or occurring. Tropical storm warning is in effect for Hawaii County. Interests elsewhere in Hawaii should monitor the progress of Calvin at 11 p.m. last night, Hawaii time. The center of Tropical Storm Calvin was located about 140 miles south of Hilo, which is about 305 miles south of Honolulu. Calvin is moving toward the west about 20 miles an hour and this motion is expected to continue for the next couple days. Maximum sustained winds are 50 with higher gusts. Some weakening is forecast during the next 48 hours. Tropical storm force winds extend up to 140 miles from its center, so they're definitely feeling some effects of it on the islands. Uh, Currently, the estimated pressure is 1,003 millibars. And finally, a little uh, little disturbance off of Mexico. I don't see a whole lot in this one. Uh, satellite wind data indicates that a broad area of low pressure has formed in association with a tropical wave, several hundred miles south of the southern tip of Baja California. The associated shower and thunderstorm activity remained disorganized. Slow development of the system is possible during the next few days, as it moves west northwestward at 10 to 15 miles an hour over the central portion of Eastern Pacific Basin. By late Friday, the system is forecast to move over cooler waters, and further development is not expected. They are calling for 20% chance in the next 48 hours of further development. And 30% over the next seven days. All right, I need a sip of water so I don't cough in your face again. All right, this is about Churchill. And quite frankly, folks, I had to look this one up. Churchill, a northern Manitoba town known as the polar bear capital of the world, recently experienced a rare event as a cruise ship originating from Greenland made a stop there. According to the town's mayor, Michael Spence, this was the first time in 15 to 20 years that such an event has occurred. The cruise ship Silver Endeavor is an impressive 10-deck luxury polar vessel with a capacity for 200 passengers. The sight of this beautiful ship docking at the port brought great excitement to the community, and the mayor expressed his delight in witnessing it. Churchill has a strong history as a port community dating back to 1931. The town is well prepared to welcome visitors. Silver Sea, the cruise line operating Silver Endeavor, has expressed interest and returning next year, indicating more visits from the company in 2024-2025. As a popular tourism destination, the town takes pride in its international appeal and is fully equipped to provide excellent service and hospitality to tourists. The ship passengers and crew are expected to spend a day or so exploring, exploring Churchill's attraction before continuing their Arctic tour back toward Greenland. Now, I only have one uh, problem with this story, folks. I'm not so sure those guys should be that close to two polar bears fighting. I'm just saying I don't think that's a particularly good idea, but then then that's me. Uh, maybe I'm just a coward. I don't know. That's a little close. Polar bears can be a little vicious. I hate to tell you that, but anyway. All right, the next story is from out in the Philippines, and I I probably wouldn't have used this story except since Emily was just there. Uh, Philippines has become a lot more important to us. Over the weekend, and this happened over the weekend too, and there was no news on this until today. Over the weekend, the Philippine Coast Guard dealt with two incidents involving inter-island ferries preparing for the possible evacuation of 500 passengers. Inter-island ferries are an essential mode of transportation in the Philippines, but their safety record has been inconsistent uh, recently. In the morning hours of the 15th, the ferry named Maria Helena, carrying 93 passengers and 36 crew members, encountered a problem 300 feet from Banton Island's shore. The cause of the issue is disputed, with the Coast Guard stating that the vessel ran aground and started listing. However, media reports suggest that the crew intentionally grounded the ferry due to heavy surf, possibly linked to the onset of the monsoon season. The Maria Helena went aground about 2 a.m. local time, On Sunday, the Coast Guard swiftly initiated a rescue operation and began evacuating the passengers using lifeboats. And uh, an hour later, uh, the ferry was also carrying 16 vehicles, and some drivers initially refused to leave, wanting to protect their cars. Duh. Go down with the ship to protect your cars? I don't think so. Uh, the grounding caused the ferry to list at about a 10-degree angle, and the stern was low due to the incident. Additionally, the crew tried to secure the vehicles, but one vehicle broke its lashing and had a tire blowout, causing an imbalance. <laughs> the sea conditions at the location were reported to be calm. By Sunday mid-morning, most of the crew and drivers had abandoned the ship Only the captain and quartermaster remained on board to safeguard the vehicles and coordinate rescue operations. The Coast Guard took precautions by placing an oil boom around the vessel because there were 21,000 liters of marine diesel on board. In the second incident, a ferry named Trisha Kirsten II had a more positive outcome as it managed to restart its engine with assistance from the Coast Guard. The ferry had 342 passengers on board and departed from Zabwanga City on the 15th. Later in the day, the ferry reported a main engine cooling pipe breakage, leading to a loss of power. The Coast Guard provided support, and by midnight, the engine problem was repaired, allowing the ferry to continue its journey without requiring evacuation they reached its destination at 2 a.m. on the 16th so a couple ferry issues in the Philippines okay that brings us up to uh, Disney Disney Cruise Line has announced that guests set to sail on board the Disney Dream this uh, weekend, the 22nd, will not be able to visit a popular Icelandic port of Isafjord. Let me say that again. The popular Icelandic port of Isefjordjur. I have trouble with Iceland names, folks. According to the cruise line, this last-minute change to the itinerary was due to uncompleted work in the port area, which includes the channel leading to the port and the dock, making entry impossible. However, at the same time, several other cruise lines have been able to dock at the port and are scheduled to continue doing so, including Island Princess and Viking Sun, who have visited Isaac with no issues recently. The island princess used tenders while a Viking son docked successfully. The planned visit to Isafjord will be replaced with a day at sea. I wonder why some other people can do that and Disney can't. Or is that just me? All right, we're going to end today's show with two stories from carnival before i get to that folks just a reminder if any of your solo come watch the show, solo show at 1 p m today we're going to announce additional cabins for the december 2nd cruise just saying all right first of all this of course is the carnival jubilee Carnival Jubilee is ready to float out and will be leaving the building dock in Poppenburg, Germany, Saturday. That's the 22nd, according to an an announcement from Meyer Werft. Set to debut in December, the Carnival Jubilee will float out at 9 9 a.m. on Saturday and will then move to the yard's outfitting pier around noon, according to the current schedule. The shipyard warned that changes to the schedule are possible at any time due to weather conditions. Carnival Cruise Line's newest ship is set to begin sea trials in August. With a capacity to accommodate up to 5,400 passengers, the Carnival Jubilee will set sail on its inaugural voyage from Galveston, Texas, on December 23rd for a Christmas cruise, followed by regular week-long sailings from that port year-round. And the second carnival story has to deal with food, one of my favorite sub-subjects. Carnival Cruise Line is expanding its dining options with a new menu of late-night snacks. Now, folks, not according to some of my competitors, I won't mention any names. Carnival is not bringing back the Midnight Buffet, as some people have publicized. According to the company's brand ambassador, John Heald, the new options will complement the selection of pizzas that are currently available from across the fleet in late hours. Called Good Eats Late Night Snacks, the new menu features different choices such as fried chicken tenders with honey mustard sauce and hot dogs with chili and grilled onions. Other options include a selection of salad, coleslaw, chips and salsa, in addition to chicken noodle soup, Italian meatball sandwiches, I like that, ham and cheese rolls, and two choices of Chicago-style pizzas. The menu also features... Uh, sweet treats with a a chilec- selection uh, a selection of chocolate then then yeah see I'm getting hungry guys chocolate chip cookies and sugar cookies the opening and closing of the late night food service will vary from ship to ship and will be determined by the onboard teams uh, starting from this week the new menu is expected to be rolled out to Carnival's entire 23-ship fleet. Don't believe the stories that they're coming back with the midnight buffet, folks. Why they do that kind of crap is beyond me. All right. That's going to wrap up the news portion of today's show. Don't forget, I'll be coming to you at 1 o'clock with Pete. Let's see who's fussing at me in the chat room. Sonny's with us down in Mississippi. Kenneth's with us up in Pennsylvania. There's Katie. She's still up there on on, uh, Martha's Vineyard. Steve's with us out in Kentucky. Steve, I am going out this afternoon and getting some booze. So uh, Kentucky will make some money off me today. Mike's with us. Hey, Mike, Joanne's here. Happy Wednesday. Thank you, Joanne. I can have your hot dog. Yeah, well, actually tonight, uh, Amanda, I got a message from Amanda just before um, I went on the air. She says, I'm hungry for sushi. So I said, "Okay." I'm always hungry for sushi. So we're going to go for sushi tonight instead of having hot dogs. We'll probably have hot dogs tomorrow night, though. Uh, but I might have a daiquiri. Come to think about it, I could do that, and still have sushi. Katie says happy hump day. Katie will take the drink. Okay, I can I can understand that. Hot air's with us. Hello, everyone. Hot air, did you get your air conditioning fixed finally? Uh, Nikki's with us down in Jacksonville. And he says, Way to go, chili. All the social media stuff. Yeah, I know. This was this was really pretty cool. I've been on a pretty cool run here lately. <laughs> After a lot of a lot of time struggling, and now things are just nicely moving along for which is amazing. Uh Tuesday was quite a day for us, Nikki says. A lawn man came to uh, area 8 then we had no internet cable man came to lay new cable and we had no water utilities man came cable guy hit the water wow yeah that was a day congrats on all your new subscribers and watchers best show on youtube thank you nikki i do appreciate that oh no nikki that's yes, i agree Yo, yo, Brooklyn in the house. Eddie is with us. He says hi to everybody. <laughs> Emily says, hope you get your water back on?" Yeah, that could be a, Can be trouble in Florida if you got no water. <laughs> Sonny says, "At least he didn't disconnect your power." Yeah, that's true. That'd be even worse. Ah, I like it. I mean, I don't like what happened to Nikki. I like the comments. Um, Eddie says he's tired, sleepy, and hungry. That's normal. That's totally normal with Eddie. All is back on now. It took the utility guys about five minutes to figure it out. Well, good. You can send those people up here then. There's Elizabeth down in Cozumel. Greetings and congrats, Chili. Sorry I got here late. The notification didn't alert me. Oops. Sorry about that. Get breakfast after Chili show and let the dog out. Ah, the power in AC never failed. Well, that's good, Nikki. They better not. We got the bill yesterday. Ouch. But worth every penny, yeah. The we got uh, we got one of those bills here this month too, and it's pretty staggering. <laughs> Holy cow! Pick um, a tongue twister. Yes, it is. Uh let's see who else we got here. Chili dogs with onions for late night stack sounds like heartburn nightmares. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't real real thankful about that. Although I can eat a little pizza at night. I can eat some you know chicken fingers at night too. But the meatball sub, I really like meatball subs. You yeah. know, I'm probably gonna get sucked into that. I'm on Conquest is the next Carnival ship I'm on. That's in November. I guarantee you I'll be stuck in for that one. The Philippines story is nowhere near where I was staying. Many places are so far away. They were 20 miles, uh, 20, minutes the Angeles, uh, to, oh, 20 minutes to the Angeles Locket Airport or something like that. Emma's here. Hi, Emma. Hiya, Chili, and all. I'll be on the Jubilee for New Year's. Awesome. That's exciting. But we want that midnight buffet back. You know, I, I always loved the Midnight Do anybody remember them? Good Lord. I, when I started cruising back in the 70s, I mean, you look forward to that all day. And I mean, the whole ship came to the Midnight Buffet. And they always had ice carvings, and and I mean it was a full, a full blown buffet. It was terrific, I and mean, I did that for years. And they just they quit doing them. So more food, more food for people who don't need more waste. More extended hours for overworked crews. Shame on Carnival Cruise Line. Yeah, I understand that part of it, too. Hot Air says, yes, the AC is back working, although we are still in the hotel until Thursday. Freon had leaked all over through a bad, some kind of Schrader valve, whatever that is. Well, thanks, Katie. Uh, Carnival just needed to make it good food. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, too. I had a couple of Philippine hot dogs. They reminded me of Maine hot dogs. They were a red color. Uh, Yeah, I've had the red ones before, too. Uh, When I used to do uh, NASCAR races, uh, Martinsville was known for the Martinsville dog. And their main hot dog booth stand, whatever you want to call it, was right next to my funnel cake and lemonade stand and people would come get those damn red hot dogs with chili and some special kind of a mustard relish sauce uh, that that came automatically on the hot dogs. And they get hot dogs by the dozen and then get a funnel cake and a lemonade and take it up in the stands. I mean, again. You know, What can I say? I didn't care, as long as they were taking my lemonade funnel cakes with them. But, yeah, those were the red hot dogs. I'm not a big fan of the red hot dogs. But, unfortunately, I know what goes in those things, and that's not the most uh, appetizing uh, product. The buffet was more than just food. It was decor and ambiance of being there. They changed the theme each night. Yes, they did. And I, you know, I enjoyed I enjoyed that immensely for years. That was just, I mean, I, probably the first 30 cruises I was on or so had the midnight my face. And I was probably there most nights. And, you know, today, in today's world, I, I never make it to midnight. I, I've gotten older. And, of course, I get up a lot earlier. But, you know. And, you know, my day starts at 4 a.m. wherever I am in the world. So, yeah, making a midnight buffet now would be, that'd be crucial for me. Whoa. They'd, they'd just run me off the boat, off the gangway. There's Dennis. I'll have to team replay what I missed. Oh, yeah, you missed a lot today, Dennis. I had a busy show. All right, guys. That's going to wrap me up for today. Good to see you, Dennis. By the way, I uh, thank all of you for being with me. This is uh this was a fun uh, day for me. And don't forget, I'll be uh, on with Pete this afternoon at one o'clock, especially for you solo guys. Uh, we got some new cabins. Got they gave us some more cabins for the the uh, group that we sold out. So. Uh, Some of you solo folks uh, hop in at one o'clock. You can always get the link in my community tab uh, on the channel. Uh, And I'm sure it's on the solo passion for cruises, solo USA. It's all over that page as well. So join us at one o'clock. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, Again, don't forget the thumbs up. That'll help me out a bunch. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. And because I'm going to hit 4,000 before the day's over with today. So be one of them, please. I would appreciate that. The bell notification will tell you when I go live or when a new video is up. All right, guys. I see everybody back here tomorrow. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll